To be the best, you need to play with the best. You might not have your own personal high-level circle of women yet, but you can hang with us on The Female Millionaire Show. I'm Midori Verity, serial entrepreneur for over 25 years, and I interview badass female founders and cut through to what you really need to know. So in 20 minutes, you have what can take years to learn. If you're wanting to play bigger, come play with us. Join the female entrepreneur revolution today. Cheers. I am here with Laura Ellis, who is the founder of Eve Capital. You are going to be shocked by her story because she came from the music industry. In fact, those of you who can remember Napster days, that is when Laura was in that whole craziness. But she decided at some point to move into commercial real estate. Who would have thought? So, Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Midori. I'm really glad to be here and appreciate everybody listening. Yeah, thank you. So tell us how this went down. How did you start with the music industry, which is so, you know, kind of that hip and cool thing in L.A., which is where the the area that you're in, to what you do now, which is a complete, to me, it seems like such a completely different world? Well, I think there's more similarities than I would have expected myself. I actually uh, got into music from my husband, who was a composer at the time. So when we met, he needed a producer and I fit the bill. Um, It was a great career for the time, you know, in the early 90s, really uh, mid 90s. And then technology shifted, right? Everything changed. And we all needed to pivot. My husband ended up going to a corporation and working as a music director there. And I didn't want to do music anymore. And I loved the part of running the studio and looked at how I could change that around in order to rent that space to other people. And then I just like that job better. I come from a real estate family. My father was a builder. My mother was a bookkeeper. Um, I worked in college for my uncle who runs a property management firm. So real estate was always there in the background. But I really decided when my youngest was five years old that this was going to be a full-time move for me. So I come about it in a left way. uh, But it's been, I think it's, it's, had much more similarities than I would have expected, right? In sales, I'm either selling commercial real estate or leasing it for businesses. And selling designer air is a little bit of a tougher sell. So it's very similar contracts in some ways, you know, who owns rights, who uh, has authority over whatever jurisdiction it is. So it's there's a lot more tie-in. I always say everything's cumulative. So even when you're coming from a different Uh, part or sector or completely different career path, it's all made up to the career path I'm on now. Got it. Now, you are in the music industry, which people dream of getting into, right? And now you're in commercial real estate. What made you decide to to go to make such a dramatic change? Even though I know you said there's similarities, but it is it is a big change. It sounds like a big change, you know, but fundamentally, I mean, a sales job is a sales job. So I can look at music and it became a very hard sell. Our budgets dwindled during the time of technology shifts. We used to have clients and and would come to the studio to do recording sessions and then musicians would come in and we'd have recording days and there would be recorded to tape and you would then, that would be your take and that's that. 
And as that technology shifted, more revisions started to happen, budgets started to decrease, and it just became a lot less fun. The people are still awesome. I'm still great friends with many, many of the people I used to work with. But you know, fundamentally, I'm talking about selling something. Right. I'm selling a property where you can do things in it, right, based on your regulations, or I'm selling a creative service. Essentially, it's still a sales job. It's just, I mean, you got to believe in what you're selling. I think that, that is the fundamental for me. I really believed in the creative services I was selling at the time. Now I really believe in the, you know, the um, real estate that I am selling right now. It it enables people to work and live and hopefully find the financial freedom that they're looking for. Right. Now, did you start off when you decided to make that pivot? Did you launch your own company right away? What was the the journey to get first you to where thing, you are now? Yeah, first thing I did is I immediately went to a large firm. I, I interviewed with as many firms as I felt like might be a good fit. But honestly, I didn't know the industry that well. Um, in order to know where to go. So I picked a big national firm that was close enough to my home that felt like it was going to be a good enough match. And, and I did. I had a great time. I spent seven years at that large firm and I learned tons of things from numerous different voices, which was really important to me. And I was able at that firm to grow their largest all-female team, which was a huge bonus. You know, being able to see more women on our side of the industry is super important to me. So no, I did not start uh, off in the entrepreneurial. Well, technically, I guess we're, uh, as a real estate agent, we are all entrepreneurs. We are we are self-employed groups. Um, but having a big firm behind you, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like you're part of a company. And and I really liked the structure. I really liked the, um, the education. And I, I really liked the you know, support that that large firm gave me at the time. Okay. And then what, but now you have Eve, Eve Capital. What, at what point did you decide, you know, I'm leaving this, I'm going to go start my own thing. What made you do that? And, and, you know, talk to us about that journey. Well, a little bit was, you know, the realization of what is important to me and more at a fundamental level than just making money. What is going to fulfill me? And the idea of growing our industry and our side of the industry to have more women and people of color, it started to become much more of a greater priority than just another transaction. And I realized that my company, great company, they had their own initiatives towards that, but I just thought I could do more on the boutique space. So COVID really, I think, helped push me along. Um, I own an office building and that office building where I used to have my recording studio many, many years ago um, and had been divided to now have multiple units. Every single one of those small offices vacated during COVID. And at first it felt like a disaster. You know, I've lost all of my tenants. Oh no, what am I going to do? And then it felt like, well, maybe there's an opportunity here. Maybe there's an opportunity to shift my work life a little bit. So the first thing I did is I set up an office, even though I was still at the company, um, I set up my office. And then it was when I had a, one of my friends over, a broker friend who was like, well, you have all this stuff. You've got the team. Why are you still here? Why aren't you opening up your own firm? And it kind of set off a little light bulb for me of, yeah, you know what, maybe now is a good time. And COVID really, I think, allowed me to say, to take that leap. 
you know, what felt like disasters actually turned out to be huge benefits in my favor of running my own company. I'm a huge proponent of that. You know, when, when, and when you're going to be an entrepreneur for a long period of time, it's inevitable. You're going to run into big life-changing challenges and you either look for the opportunities or you're going to suffer for a long time until often you go out of business. And so I love that you have that, that natural tendency to look for the opportunity, but in that you're in commercial real estate. So that's a tough market right now. We keep on hearing about that. And then you just started the business during COVID. So it's a newer business. Talk to us about some of the challenges that you've encountered and what you've done to circumvent those. Yeah, it's a fascinating time, I think, in you know commercial real estate right now. I couldn't, in some ways, I couldn't ask for a better time to have started my own business. And I know that for some people, they're feeling the chaos. And, and we are too. We're not immune to the market. But the business I had been building at that major firm just continued to grow, right? For me, it's all cumulative. So that work, that effort, those connections, they all just came right along with me without without issue. Um, building a brand based on diversity, it's a great time to be doing that. Building a brand that is based on really a personalized connection with our clients, great time to be doing that too making sure that we're feeling connected and then giving the information that our clients so desperately need to them, handing it to them with, you know, generosity of spirit. It's so important. So I know it, I, I appreciate the pivots that happen in our lives. For me, those are opportunities. If I see them that way, you're right. They can feel like devastating moments, but the minute I turn them into seeing them as the opportunities that they are, the more my business grows. So we opened up Eve in May of 2021. We just celebrated our two-year anniversary and it has flourished in this environment because we really care about our clients. We care about them above all. So as long as we're doing that work, there will always be work for us. Uh, when we talk about the chaos that's going on in our marketplace, we, we can't you know, deny that interest rates are having a great impact on our clients, that some people who, and we're seeing this in the office sector in particular, mostly the tower offices, right? The high-rise office. Those are, are feeling the brunt of the pain, the majority of it. Um, here in Los Angeles, we've got a lot of retail. Retail is actually performing quite well. Multifamily's got its issues, but it's doing actually pretty well as far as holding value. Um, but tower offices are hurting and everybody is asking themselves, how are we going to take what's going on there in that one sector and make sure a, it doesn't happen to our sector, improve that sector? What creative solutions can we come up with now Right? What kind of opportunity can we see in this chaos to take those underperforming assets and turn them around to performing assets? It's a very creative job in that regard. And all we have to do is, is help solve the problems that are before us. And if we can do that, we're, we'll have a great business. I want to dive into that a little bit more So, because I'm huge on getting creative when you have a 
a challenge or an obstacle, or you just need, you're ready for something new, right? It's maybe it's research and development. So what are some of the ways that you work through that when you know that there's, there's a big challenge that you're dealing with? How do you bring your team together? What do you do? Are there certain questions that you ask? Um, do you drink a bunch of wine beforehand? What do you do to help create the, get these creative juices going and solve solutions and come up with solutions? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, as as far as our team goes, we function very differently than many commercial real estate teams. We are very open with each other in a way that I have never seen another house do it. And this is super important. You know, the culture of our office is, I think, the most important thing that we have. And we all buy into that. We all create it together. It is co-created. And the ability to say, so every Friday we have our team meeting, we all get together in the conference room, whoever's virtual can come virtually as well. And we sit around the table and we discuss every single deal we're working on. What's good about it, what's bad about it, what we're afraid is gonna happen, what might happen, how could we solve that? And everyone around the table openly and freely gives ideas without feeling like, oh, I've gotta cut them in a percentage rate or now I owe them something. Around that table, it is open and free. So it gives me the ability to ask questions of everyone and everyone asks questions of each other and for people to be open to strange ideas of what might not be the right thing, but might get them to what the right thing is. And mostly we talk about either alternative scenarios, uh, other buyer pools or seller pools that we might be able to get in touch with. Like we just brainstorm in such a pleasant way. It's really inspiring because I know that I can only come up with the ideas I can come up with. Right. I'm, I'm limited. I know what I'm thinking already, but I don't know what Lisa or Nicole, right, or Kirsten is thinking. This opens the door now to a whole set of ideas that I'd never come up with. My team is crucial and we work on projects together. We work independently. You know, we are not all in all the time on every project, but we treat it as if we are always collaborating. And that collaboration is super important, I think, to keeping the creativity flowing. You mentioned it earlier. You said it's the culture. What culture are you creating? Is it a safe space? Are you making it so that each person feels like their their thoughts, their ideas are valuable? Um, I, I teach all my clients this, but the yes and concept. So what that means, I see you nodding your head, but what mm -hmm. that means for those of you who are listening is when you are doing a brainstorming session, Whatever ideas come up, you always have the, the approach of yes and instead of saying no, that won't work because or uh, or yeah, but you can't do that because that that crushes the creativity. Right. I mean, it's it's such an easy thing to do, but then you take an idea that maybe wasn't so great, but then other people build on it. And that's where the genius comes out. And it's so much more fun. Yeah. The collaboration is key and and the culture is really the only thing we actually have right Com commercial real estate we've got plenty of brokerage houses that do just fine and so what what would make me want to go out on my own essentially in order to do what's more work right do more work overall and it's because i really believe in creating a unique culture and that unique culture is really valued and it doesn't 
it's not just felt amongst the agents and everyone that works internally at our office, but it is felt by every single client we interact with. And, and I appreciate that. I say this often, when you hire one of us, you hire all of us. And who wouldn't want an amazing team of you know, agents all thinking about their project and all trying to make a good solution for them? I work with a lot of women entrepreneurs and I have for years. And that's the thing that I see is our zone of genius. One of our zone of geniuses is when we can be allowed to blossom and to speak freely and to support one another in a safe environment. That's where so much gold and value comes from. And so I can hear what you're talking about, where you've created this culture, you've brought in the right people, you make it so that you're working together, which for us women, that feels good, right? It just, it, yeah. it feels like the right thing. And no wonder you have such a successful business in such a short period. So with that said, Laura, is there one piece of advice that you have for those who are listening to put kind of a habit or an idea to help people build that million dollar business? Well, I will say it this way. Success looks very different from the inside than it does from the outside. There are days when I feel the success and there are definitely days where I do not, but I show up no matter what, whether I feel it or I don't feel it, I am suiting up and I'm showing up because I understand that this is what success looks like. It's dirty. It's messy. It's not a straight line. It is a jagged you know, chart of crazy. And if you stick with it, you will see the success. Don't give up before the miracle happens. You know, there's, it's so important to know that you look successful from the outside, but you might not feel it from the inside and that you should still do it anyway. Keep at it. Keep going. You're on the right path. Don't give up. Could not agree anymore perfect way to end the pod. Thank you so much. Where can people find out more about your company and about you? Oh, please go to our website at evecap.com. And yeah, happy to talk to anybody who wants to talk about commercial real estate. It's our favorite subject around here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been an absolute pleasure.